The European Central Bank kept focus on inflation and delivered a 50 basis point hike at yesterday's monetary policy meeting. ECB holding the line cemented the idea that the Federal Reserve could also announce a 25 basis point hike when it meets next week. So the yields are up, but indices are up as well. Nasdaq, for example, rallied more than 2.5% at yesterday's trading session. So welcome to the final day of a crazy week of trading with Swiss Code's daily market talk. So the European Central Bank decision yesterday was important as it was going to offer a first indication of what the banking stress around the world meant for the monetary policy of a major central bank. And it did not mean much, which was almost a relaxing news as it didn't feel or fend the worries as the European Central Bank went ahead and announced a 50 basis point hike at yesterday's monetary policy meeting pointing at high inflation because the opening sentence of Lagarde's statement yesterday was that the bank predicts inflation to remain too high for too long. And boom, that was it. And indeed, the final CPI data from the Eurozone is out today and is expected to confirm a February inflation at around 8.5% in the Eurozone, which is quite high still, but not as bad as compared to the double-digit levels printed a couple of months earlier from now. But but unfortunately, core inflation in the Eurozone is now at record high levels, so it needs to be addressed. And well, regarding the bank turmoil, uh, the ECB chief, Christian Lagarde, said that the European banks are strong and resilient. They have ample liquidity. And in all cases, the European Central Bank has a toolkit other than the interest rates and its broad monetary policy strategy. Well, that could actually help address liquidity issues in case of need. So that was quite clear. And to be honest with you, it was quite well played as well. So what was unclear, however, was what will happen next to the European Central Bank's monetary policy? Because we now got used over the past couple of European Central Bank meetings to hear strong and very clear forward guidance from Madame Lagarde about the series of 50 basis point hikes expected to hit the fan, for example, in the next couple of meetings. But this time, yesterday, we didn't have a word about it. No one heard about even one more 50 basis point hike to dream about a decent euro rally when Christian Lagarde spoke yesterday. On the contrary, when a journalist asked Madame Lagarde what happened to these other 50 basis point hikes to come? Well, she actually drawn that question in a cocktail of fancy sentences where we could actually detect some words like inflation, blah, 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 data dependent, blah, 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 and more ground to cover, blah, 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 but still data dependent, blah, blah, blah. So that was it really, that was the answer to the question. So that lack of conviction of further 50 basis point hikes hikes from the ECB yesterday is certainly what held the euro back from recording a better rally after the European Central Bank's 50 basis point hike at yesterday's monetary policy meeting because the euro dollar gained ground, but the advance in the euro dollar that we saw yesterday was barely noticeable. Now, the next natural target for the euro bulls is the 50-day moving average against the US dollar, which stands around the 107.30 level, and whether the pair could actually break and clear this resistance will depend on what will happen on the Federal Reserve front 
next week because European Central Bank's clear focus on inflation and not on the bank stress also reinforced the expectation, the idea of a 25 basis point hike from the Federal Reserve when it meets next week. And at the wake of the ECB decision, activity on Fed funds futures gives more than 80% chance for a 25 basis point hike at next week's meeting. So this probability was around 65% before the European Central Bank's decision announcement and we wrote yesterday actually on our latest medium article as a reaction to the European Central Bank's decision that the decision the ECB decision came as a hint that the Federal Reserve could also play down stress in the banking sector highlight that the liquidity issues that the banks may encounter could be addressed with available tools other than interest rates and will keep focus on economic data and especially on inflation and if you want a pre-fed weekend read well we'll leave the link of this article article below in the comments. Now, what does all that mean for the US dollar is one of the main questions that I receive often. It probably means a further wind down of the early year gains in the US dollar as we are now back to that scenario where the Federal Reserve would hike the interest rates by a final 25 basis point and post. So that was the expectation as we stepped into this year, remember, before the Federal Reserve's peak rate expectations shot all the way up to 5.6%. So that bet is nearly dead right now. It could come back to life. I'm not saying the contrary, but the impact of the Fed tightening, the Fed's policy tightening on the banks could actually help to restrict borrowing from here and work on easing inflation. And there is your pivot, ladies and gentlemen. So the fact that the Fed could soon post tightening, which is not a done deal, but which would happen, means that we are now back to the US dollar's downside correction scenario after nearly 30% rally across the board since the mid-2021. And that would keep the US dollar index in the negative trend, which was actually never, never reversed in the course of this year, mind you, as the major 38.2 percent Fibonacci retracement which stands around the 106 level hasn't been cleared this year but there's always the risk that the Fed hikes by 25 basis points next week and well doesn't signal a post so if that happens that would be quite hawkish as an outcome and US dollar bulls would easily come back to the game. So not all the cars are in the game just yet so we have to wait and see what happens at next Wednesday's FOMC meeting and well, we will then have a clearer picture. Now, the US bond markers are now looking the past week's uh, wounds, obviously. The US two-year yield is up, but the levels remain well below the pre-Silicon Valley Bank's collapse levels. And the BOFAS move index, which is the implied treasury volatility, hasn't been this high since the 2007-2008 subprime crisis, which actually calls for an augmented caution. Caution, but stock market are on a full cheer mood since yesterday. European indices actually love the dovish 50 basis point hike from the European Central Bank meeting at yesterday's trading session. I say dovish because there may not be many, many more of these 50 basis point hikes in the future. Plus, the relief on the Credit Suisse in Switzerland and the relief on the First Republic Bank in the US boosted sentiment across the Atlantic Ocean as well. So if we look at the indices, the stock 600 bounce 
bounced off the goalpost and rebounded after testing the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on October to February rally on the downside. The S&P 500 on the other hand rebounded around 1.75% yesterday and closed the session above the critical 200-day moving average, whereas the Nasdaq 100 index spiked nearly 2.70% higher as Amazon, Alphabet and Microsoft all jumped more than 4% yesterday, Nvidia gained above 5%, Intel gained above 6%, and AMD jumped nearly 8% after US big banks decided to deposit 30 billion US dollars with First Republic Bank as a show of support. And while Bitcoin, which tends to move quite closely with the technology stocks, rallied more than 30% since last week and is now above the $25,000 psychological level, looking for a further potential advance toward the $30,000 mark. The question is, will the joy last? Well, we will see that because Jim Kramer, you know, the CNBC's angry bird Jim Kramer tweeted, short this Nasdaq and invite me to your funeral. But you know, Jim Kramer is an emotional man, so you still be careful in my opinion because the volatility index on stocks is at quite quite reasonable levels, yes, but a 4, 5, 6, 8% jump in stock prices is obviously a sign that volatility is here and calls for caution. Anyway, the last trading day of a chaotic and a crazy week of trading could be a calm one, actually, though you never know. We'll be watching today the US industrial production and the University of Michigan's sentiment index. We'll obviously uh, expect to see some further and upside correction in uh, the sovereign yields today and moving further and wait and pray that nothing major happens before next week's Wednesday's FOMC decision. So this is all for this crazy week. I'm Ipek Özkardeşkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and interesting and supportive and insightful messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again next week and until then good day trading and have a lovely weekend